0: podcast. I am Scott and it is so good to be back with you folks today. I have to say I've been looking forward to bringing the show back. I've taken some time. We've done a lot of things and uh, I think we're back for the long haul now because I don't know how I I don't know how I could survive without this outlet uh, with you guys. I'm talking about everything that's going on in the world and the Biden administration and All of the crazy censorship and violation of our liberties and rights, which is going to be a huge focus of the show going forward, because I, I honestly think that we are in for the fight of our lives. I say that to conservatives, but not just conservatives. I say that to liberty, freedom loving Americans, because I think that this is an issue that obviously, clearly should transcend right versus left. None of that should matter. When it comes to our freedoms and our rights and our liberties and, and, and the those which are bestowed to us from our Creator, not man, not government, but from our Creator, we are born with them. They are un you cannot violate those rights according to um, the you know, our founding fathers who understood this. However, our current leaders, the current uh, CEO, corporate leaders of this country, the real people who are running this country, big tech, the oligarchs, they do not respect your rights. As a matter of fact, they want to violate as many of them as they can, and they are using the Biden administration and the media as a tool to do so. And we on this show are not going to stand for it, that is for sure. We are going to shed light on the truth going forward, and we are back with you to do so. I will have guests on the show. It's not just going to be me all the time, though I know you guys love listening to me. It's not going to be just me all the time. I want to bring some guests on. I know a lot of people who have a lot of thoughts and opinions about this, and I would love for them to come on the show and talk with you guys about it. So that being said, now that we're back, I want you guys to like the show. I want you to share the show with other folks who 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 want to join into the conversation because this really is a conversation um i want you to follow me at vegan wing on twitter i don't have a getter yet because i just don't know about it i'm trying to navigate all that do still have a twitter it's at vegan wing please follow me on there. comment on my post uh, dm me if you want to be on the show because we're going to be inviting people on and, and would love to, to to have a discussion with you um, about what's going on in the world so so there's just been a lot of interesting developments that have taken place over the course of the last several months. I think the last time we did an episode was in March. And even in March, right, a lot of crazy stuff was happening with COVID and vaccinations and and employers requiring vaccinations and certain states deciding they don't they don't care what the federal government says. They're they're going to they're going to really really embrace that idea of states rights and and they should be able to rule themselves, and they should be able to establish what laws are are followed and created in those states. And they've really taken advantage of that. And they should. They should, because that is their right, um, as granted to them by our separation of powers in this great country. There's been an attack on patriotism since we've we've last been with you, and and I think that was really evident in July Fourth, and. Some municipalities and cities deciding that they weren't going to celebrate July 4th, but they decided instead to celebrate Juneteenth. It's just this erasure, this a constant erasure of history in this country because they don't want you to know history. They want you to know their version of history, and that is going to become very important in the future for us to, to remember and hold on to our history. There's also hope. There's hope yet. Um, and that involves uh, critical race theory and the teaching of it in education. We've seen in multiple school districts now, parents standing up, taking a stand for their children and the future of their children and the future of this country that their ch- children will inherit from them. And I think it is very, very encouraging to see parents do this. This has been needed for a very long time. And I think maybe COVID, maybe COVID has has exposed some of these leftists for what they are, just grifters and and. And people who are really trying to corrupt your kids, and and we've seen that in multiple avenues, but critical race theory is certainly one where parents have had enough. They are standing up. They are putting their foot down, and my hope is that this will lead to to uh, so, some you know some consequence for public education as a whole and the teachers union, who are just a group of scum. The teachers union is the worst. They are the absolute dirt worst and uh, i hope they expose themselves as such but i want to touch on a few stories today with you guys while i have your ear which i really do appreciate if you've stuck with us if you've been OG you've been down since day 1 i want to thank you because we we take we've taken some breaks and we've we've really did, and, and i'll be just candid with you for a moment i debated on whether or not I wanted to continue to do the show. I was very down after the 2020 election. What I feel was stolen. What I feel was um, not a fair election. I don't think it was run very fairly by certain states. I, I was disgusted with it and I was dejected. And I just, you know, then then we get into Biden and we see that he's every bit as bad as we thought he was going to be. And it was just, it was really, really disheartening for me. Um, but I think it's very important for me to have this avenue with you folks. I think it's very important for you to get as much conservative content I don't even know conservative what does that even mean anymore well I think it's it's common sense content for you guys and I think that that you need that so I'm going to try and do my part to provide it at, on a very small level um, but provided I will and there's a couple stories I want to talk to you guys about today because I want to make sure you guys are aware of this so very very interesting okay very interesting um, I have noticed that there is some some funny business going on in Texas that I want to touch on. So, you've probably seen some of this because the media is treating this in a certain way, right? And you, we should expect that. We know the media, we know what they're about, we know who they are. And one of the most interesting things is the way the media will spin a story to benefit Democrats and hurt Republicans. Doesn't matter what the story is, they will they will control that narrative in a way that, you know, your grandpappy who watches CNN every day He's going to get a certain perspective, he's going to feel a certain way, and he's being manipulated by the media. We know that, right? If you're listening to the show, you more than likely are aware of that, and um, you, can, you can smell it right from the get-go. Well, they're at it again. So, Governor Abbott in Texas. Now, you can have your opinions of Governor Abbott in Texas. I personally don't think the man has been effective or strong enough, right? Let's, let us not forget that Texas did shut down during COVID. And let us not forget that Texas did not open back up fully until Florida did. So that's very important. It wasn't Texas that led the way there. It was Florida. Now the AG in Texas, chef's kiss. The man's wonderful. But the governor in Texas, I don't know. He's just, he's left a little bit to be desired, right? He says a lot of good things. Like we're going to take over. We're going to build the wall. If the federal government isn't going to build the wall, we're going to build the wall in Texas. And it gets you really excited because I get excited about that. Texas seems like a great place to live, but Governor Abbott, I just don't know. I just don't know. And then when you got, you got a lot of great candidates in Texas running for governor going to challenge Abbott. That would be like Chad Prather, for instance, right? Or, or Alan West, who's just incredible. You got these great candidates who are going to challenge Abbott. Then you got the goofballs, the Matthew McConaughey's of the world, who are probably going to be serious contenders for Abbott because our world is a clown show, but you know, what has Greg Abbott done? I don't know. Well, Greg Abbott has called this special legislative session. And and basically what it is, this is within the governor's rights. The governor by law has the ability to do this. So you're going to hear a lot of people say that governor Abbott is wasting time. He's wasting taxpayer dollars by calling this special session. Well, that doesn't matter because basically the law gives him the right to do so. And there were a lot of bills left on the table at the end of the legislative session. Last time, governor Abbott wants to take care of these bills. He calls a special session. Now, A lot is being made of changes to to voting laws in Texas. And I want to pause real quick because this is the narrative that the media is trying to really shape into a certain direction that makes Republicans look bad. Now, let's rewind, okay? Let's rewind to prior to COVID-19. So we're getting in a bus. We're traveling way back in time now. And I know it's going to feel like it was about 100 years ago. So back in 2019, okay, voting laws were a certain way, all right? None, not a lot of this like drive-in voting, uh, you know, on-demand voting, vote by mail, relaxed voter ID, not a lot of that going on, okay? Most states had pretty rigid voting laws where there might have been early voting in certain states, but certainly not vote by mail and absentee ballots are different they they're going to word them they're going to mix them together but they are different because there's a process to get an absentee ballot it's not a ballot that's just mailed randomly to your house because they think you're alive and they think you live there no absentee ballots have to be requested there's a process you have to prove who you are where you live all that good stuff okay so absentee ballots whatever early voting i don't even have a problem with and i don't think a lot of republicans do but you know the, 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 there was a lot changed for covid because we didn't want anybody to get sick Um, You know, so they made exceptions for COVID. Now, those exceptions ended up biting the Republicans in the ass. And if the Republicans showed a little bit of backbone, a little bit of strength, maybe some of this wouldn't have happened. But we do have a lot of weak Republicans out there. And we have to we have to recognize that Republicans are the enemy, too, here. And because of those weak Republicans, a lot of these voter laws were relaxed. Now, what the Democrats are trying to do and what the media is trying to do is they're trying to make you think that those changes that were made because of COVID are law. Those are law. That is the way voting is done. But you're old enough to remember, unless this is your first election coming up, and then my gosh, I wish you weren't going to vote in it if it is. But we're old enough to remember that that is not the way that things used to be. Okay, but they're trying to convince you that it is. So what they're saying is, and what Republicans are saying, let's just start there, is that we need to go back to the way things were. Now, I think Republicans in most of these states are being a little too soft, particularly the Georgia law. I think it is way too soft. I think they're allowing for way too many concessions on the other side. Basically, they're saying there are some of these things that we changed, um, like early voting and extending those hours and and maybe easing a little bit absentee ballot requirements. Um, You know, we liked some of that stuff. I didn't. They're saying they did. So they want to keep those laws. They want to keep those. They want to make that law. Okay. So they're basically saying we want to keep some of these changes that were made in COVID to accommodate people so they wouldn't get sick and we want to make those into law but we want to go back to requiring ID and we want to we want to look at the security of our elections we want to just make sure we're running a strong election. Now the media on the left they're they're jumping on this bandwagon of racism racism Jim Crow taking people's voting rights away but I would I would challenge my 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 enemies on the left to point to exactly in the bill. I want the wording of the bill. I don't want your interpretation of the bill. I don't want any additional context. What I would like for these individuals on the left to do, and this is a question that you should ask too, I want them to point to me exactly in the bill where they where voting rights are being taken away from people. And I want to also know how they're being taken away. So how does this wording in the bill take away voting rights? So what they're going to say is they're, they're making it harder to vote. Well, that is that is a, that is false. That is a lie. They are actually making it easier to vote They're, So the law is the way the law is right now. And these exceptions that were made for COVID, those are not laws. Okay. Those are not laws. Those are, those are additions that expire. And in many cases, they are executive orders from governors that you could argue are unconstitutional in the first place, because the United States constitution says that state legislatures are to determine election law for states. So these executive orders that change things for these elections, so that was unconstitutional in the first place, and they probably shouldn't have even had the right to do that, okay? But they did. Now, Republicans are making concessions because Republicans are weak, soft squishies. So they make concessions. They give the left an inch, and then the left obviously tries to take a mile, and if they don't get a mile, then they call you a racist, there is nothing racist about these voter laws. OK, requiring voter ID is not racist. As a matter of fact, to say that requiring voter ID is racist is actually being racist because you are, in in effect, saying that black people are too stupid to get a driver's license or a state ID or any form of ID. Because, again, I think these election laws do not go far enough. You can use basically a bill as an ID. I can say, here's a bill. It's got my address on it. That's my ID. That's 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 a little too loose, in my opinion. You should have to have a government issued ID to vote. Voting should I mean, quite frankly, you want my opinion on it. Voting shouldn't be easy. Voting should be hard. You should have to work to vote because then only the people who are aware of the issues, passionate about the issues, passionate about the candidates are going to go and vote. You're not going to have a lot of these lazy bums voting in elections they don't understand for people that they don't know. A lot of people vote for Joe Biden thinking that Joe Biden is in some way, shape, or form the change candidate, which to anyone who lived through the Obama years or Joe Biden's terms in the Senate is at the very least laughable. To say that Joe Biden represents change in Washington is like saying Santa Claus is a change to Christmas. It is simply not true. The man has been there for a very long very long time and has been associated with the Senate with government with the United States of America and the corrupt elites for a very 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 long time okay now it's important to note too because they're hit so so take that 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 is what it is okay they're painting these as like voter law violations that were trying to take people's rights to vote away which is absolutely absurd ridiculous and stupid But of course, it's stupid. Only stupid people would believe it. And a lot of stupid people do believe it. So but I also want to point out, you know, they're hitting this special session hard. They're saying this is all about the no, no, no. There's a ton of things that were supposed to be voted on in this special session. Elections was just only one of them. Bail overhaul, border security, social media censorship, funding the legislative branch, which seems important. Family violence protection, limiting access to school sports for transgender students. Another thing that the left hates that I think is absolutely necessary because men should not be competing with women. Hello. Uh, Abortion inducing drugs and additional payment for retired Texas teachers. That's something you think the left would love. They love teachers in the teachers union. Uh, critical race theory and other budgetary issues so there's just a lot on the agenda for these special sessions so texas is a majority republican state of course it is they have a brain in texas they use that brain they enjoy freedom so they vote for republicans now a lot of democrats are coming in we'll see if that changes god i hope it does not anyways for the people of texas for their sake because look at san francisco and california and see how they're running not very well anyways so what happens well Governor Abbott caused the special session and a lot of the Democrat legislators, they just decide we're not going to go, right? Because you need a quorum. You need a quorum to move forward with the special election. And their brilliant plan is that we're all going to hop on a plane. We're all going to fly out of the state. We're going to commit a crime. We're all going to fly out of the state. We're not going to do our jobs that we're hired to do. Um, We're going to probably use taxpayer money to pay for this plane and this beer and all of this. And we're just going to leave. We're just going to leave. So we're not going to vote. We're not going to do anything. Ha ha. ni nee, ne, nee nee nee. And they leave. And now Texas can't have their special session. So, so that's, that's basically it. That's what's going on right now. Right? So they're in DC. They're living it up. Right? They're being called heroes. Right? All of these overweight, squishy people are heroes all of a sudden. Because jumping on a private plane and using taxpayer dollars to fund your little vacation makes you a hero to the left, which should tell you everything that you need to know about the, the left They love government. They love being told what to do. They're all whipping boys. Um, You know, it's funny that pegging has recently become a thing. I think I know why. But um, I, you know, so so Governor Abbott's making all these threats. He's saying he's going to have them arrested and then force them to vote. That's that's not far enough. So so in my opinion here, these folks represent you in Texas. Okay, so if you live in Texas, you live in their districts. You voted these these jackasses in. They represent you, okay? So you can say, as their constituent, I'm happy with them doing this, and I'm fine. Well, okay, okay, okay. But what they're doing is affecting other areas in Texas who voted for people who aren't 13 years old or act like 13 year olds and actually want to show up for work and do their job. They are now being impacted by your 6 year old legislator, by your legislator who would rather use your money to fly on a private jet and drink drink uh, beer. Forget what they could have done with that money, but. They'd rather do that and continue to collect a paycheck and not do their job. So, Governor Abbott is threatening to have them arrested. I think he should throw them in jail. I mean, I honestly do. I, I don't, for theft, in all honesty, especially if they use taxpayer dollars to pay for any of this. That is theft. They are stealing from the state, they are stealing from you, the people. Now, if I lived in Texas and I was their constituent, I wouldn't give a a rip about their party. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. If you're going to use my taxpayer dollars to fly on a vacation to D.C., go F yourself. I'm not voting for you again. And matter of fact, I want my tax dollars back because I'm not paying Texas so that you can go on a vacation just because you don't like the governor. You don't like the laws. And, And here's another question. Why are you fighting securing our elections anyways? Why is that a thing? because of black people. So black people are stupid and incapable. That's your argument. If you're saying that, that is what you're saying. So why do you dispute election uh, integrity unless you plan on cheating? That's what it really is, right? You can't win an election if it's fair. You've got a ballot harvest. You've got to do all these shady ass things in order for you to win an election because no one in their right mind would vote for a Democrat. No one. Only drones, sheeple, and jackasses vote for Democrats. That's just the truth. So one has to wonder why they fight so hard against election integrity. Now, you have the audits going on in Pennsylvania. Joe Biden is currently in Pennsylvania to talk about voter rights. Yeah, right, Joe. and he's there to oppose the audit. Now if you won fair and square, why would you oppose an audit of the election? It doesn't make any sense. You would think that you would want to quiet all of these skeptics, okay? And you would you would be all for an audit as long as your people could be involved to make sure that the audit is run fairly. So I get that. I'm not saying that you don't want some involvement in the audit. Of course you do. You want to make sure this thing is fair because you don't want the Republicans cheating either. And I'm fine with that. If you want to send your people to observe the audit, I have no qualms about that. I don't think anyone would. But the audit should happen because enough people do not believe that you are the president of the United States for there to be an investigation. And simply auditing the election, how is that bad? Let's take a look. There there were some weird things. So the fact that he is fighting so hard against this. The fact that Democrats are fighting so hard against these audits, just again, I've said it before and I'll say it again, just makes them look super suspect. Okay. So a lot's going on. Now, Governor Abbott, he needs to hit these legislators hard. Pennsylvania needs to do their audit. We don't give a damn what the Democrats want. Republicans, so so all in all, I tie this all together by saying: it is time for Republicans to start standing up and fighting for your values. You vote for these people. So they should be representing you and fighting for your values. There's one additional story I wanted to touch on real quick. okay? And that is simply just the fact that there are some reports coming out that the Biden administration and the DNC together are working with SMS carriers and some cell phone uh, companies such as like Verizon and AT&T to start policing private text messages for COVID misinformation. So basically you are talking to your mom and you you're you're questioning the vaccines and you send some information to your mom, your mom gets that. She, she sees it and there's a warning attached to your text message. So wait a minute, what is this? Or she doesn't get the text message at all because your carrier blocked it because of COVID misinformation. Now, I like to think there are some things that are untouchable, okay? The government can control, they use corporations. This is how they get away with it. They, they, they allow the corporations to do the dirty work because the corporations are protected under certain laws. So while the government isn't going to censor you on... Um, you know, they're not going to censor you on Twitter, Twitter certainly will, and Twitter will do the bidding of the government and say, oh, you're not allowed to challenge the election, or oh, you're not allowed to talk poorly about the COVID vaccines, and then they'll censor your communication for the government. So it's basically, you know, the government doesn't have to do anything, and then big tech does the dirty work for them and gets away with it because of laws, okay? Well, now they're going a step further, and they're saying these companies that have been deemed public utilities, okay, so they don't get certain protections, and they, there are certain rules and regulations that go with utilities. And they're saying basically, hey, we want you to, to violate the privacy of these American citizens. Um, so, so you're going to do that. So the government is now going to be involved in your private communications. They're going to be monitoring what you say to you know, your mom. They're going to be monitoring what you say to your friends. They're going to monitor basically all of your private communications to make sure that you're not spreading COVID misinformation. I mean, can you think of? can you think of a more orwellian thing than something like that can you can you honestly like in your mind think of something that is so egregious okay as this cuz i i have a hard time with it i'm like struggling okay with that I cannot believe that it's going this far. The fact that this thought would even enter a gover- a go- you know, a, a member of our government's mind and seem like a good idea is disgusting. I mean, this is impeachable as if Joe Biden didn't have enough reasons to impeach him. I would say this and the fact that the DNC is involved. What the hell is that? Why does the DNC have power to do to influence any, um, you know, scanning or monitoring of my communications? They're just a freaking political group. They should have no power to do that. So we live in a weird world, and I wanted to touch on that because I wasn't sure if you saw it. The Daily Caller ran the story. You can find the article there. I think it's important that you do. I think I think you should. I think you should find the article. Um and, and read it. And and then tell me how you feel about the Biden administration monitoring your private communications. You okay with that? You shouldn't be. I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican. You shouldn't be okay with the government looking at your private communications. It's yours. Those are your communications. They have no right to look at that. Just like the NSA has no right to spy on Tucker Carlson and then unmask him and release private communications from him. They have no right to do that. There are just many, many liberties and protections that are being looked way beyond right now. And no one is saying anything. And a lot of that is because the Democrats control the media. So if the media doesn't report on it, a lot of people just don't know what's happening. So it's your job and my job to make sure that they do know it's happening. Don't silence yourself. Quit censoring yourself. They run these ads on Facebook. Do you know anybody who might be an extremist? Do you know anybody who potentially voted for <gasps> Orange Man? Gasp. If so, you should contact the FBI. Do you know anybody who builds Lego sets? If so, you should contact the FBI. Contact your local FBI agent to stooge on your friends. Sounds a lot like Germany, doesn't it? Certainly reminds you of that. It reminds you of a George Orwell novel. You ever read 1984? Now's a good time. Anyways, that's all we have for you today on the show, I think. Just very interesting times we live in. I will see you guys on the flip side. Probably not going to do a show tomorrow, but we will be back on Thursday with another episode for you. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for sticking with us through these tough times, and um, thank you for listening to The Right Wing Vegan.